Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G-Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar, and we're your host. I'm T.A. And this is G-Money. And we are fired up, and we are being brought to you by ATB Media Network. But like I said, we are absolutely fired up because we have gotten through an entire season and have made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are sir. literally just a few days away from seeing the two very best teams from the AFC and the NFC to collide in the Super Bowl. And I can tell you this. I had no clue this was what the Super Bowl was going to be, but I couldn't ask for a better Super Bowl. But before we go there, G-Money, what are you drinking on? I'm 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 sticking with my shield dag. I shield can't even shield dag has made it through. How do you know? See, I started off with J and B, and then <laughs> shield dag just converted me. Hey, we we had to grow and mature and sit over here and, and bring him and evolve him to the shield dag nation. If Uh-oh. y'all don't know about shield dag and y'all drinking that that whiskey blend, yes, yeah, anybody in the Scotch family, Scotch, go ahead. You need to go ahead and invest in a little bit of shell dag because they're coming up, Without coming on up. And I'm drinking that, uh, uh, that, that French, uh, chandelier. That, that, that. look, <laughs> I'm drinking that French chandelier. Look, and he loves to say it like that, like, because it's what it the makes French, him feel like he's French. Uh, yes, a little bit of French in me. But I'm drinking that, and so obviously my cognac, it's absolutely phenomenal. Yes, so indeedy. we got to yeah, get ching, this ching, bro. And before we get started, even though we're getting to the end of the season, that doesn't mean that you cannot sit over here and download, subscribe, and, and, and lock down with us each and every single week. So, ladies and gentlemen, subscribe, like, and download. Uh, and we're not leaving you just because... Uh, this weekend is coming up and it's a Super Bowl. We're going to continue this through all through the offseason. You're going to get that offseason flair. You're going to sit over and talk about all the, um, the coaching hires, all what the teams, what we expect the teams to do, the trades that are co- going to come during, um, the, the, the draft. We're going to be talking about the build up to the draft. We're going to talk about these teams after the draft and what we expect them to be. We're going to be talking about preseason. We're going to be talking about everything leading up until next season so we're not going anywhere but a quick service announcement we will be here for spring football in the ufl we haven't told y'all about that but we are going to be uh bringing ufl content with its own channel with its own um podcast we won't be doing it on uh football at the bar we will have ufl at the bar because we know each and every single one of you absolutely mm-hmm. love the game of football and are going to keep this bad boy going so we're just going to move on over um as well and participate in the ufl so can't wait to see you guys in a few weeks for the ufl launch to talk about that new um xfl usfl merger for the ufl and talking about this unbelievable spring football which is going to be a a springboard into the nfl so super excited about yes can you smell what the rock is cooking how about that (laughs) So, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, a WWE. Uh, That's uh, my dude right there. there. I, I can't The I can't Rock. Front. I so, can't front. So, you know, as we sit over and jump into this Super Bowl week, and again, we have less than, you know, what do we got? Less than you know, a week until the Super Bowl. Right. Today, we're filming on Monday, and uh, the Super Bowl is going to be next Sunday. I'm super excited. Um I will be out there at the Super Bowl. I'm going to try to get some footage for all of you to sit over here and post from the Super Bowl. You know, G-Money is super, super, super busy handling his business. You know, he is an astute professional outside of this realm. But I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be taking my son out there. and We're going to be knee-deep in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to bring as much action as I can and take as much video while I'm out there. Um, but as we lead into the Super Bowl, um, what I want to talk to you about is what we're going to do is we're going to break down these two teams. Sure. And, and we're going to give our predictions at the end of this uh, breakdown. Okay. And then we're going to talk a little bit about some of the coaching hires and talk about what that looks like uh, for the, the teams with the new coaches for next year. Okay. But um, 
when you look at the two teams, for me, I look at a Super Bowl that has been played before just a few years ago. Um, and the teams almost in its very crux are very similar, but they're also very different. Yeah, you see the, San the, yeah they're, they're bringing um, a different set of characters. Not a big different set. Not a big set. A few different players. I agree. It's not a big different mm-hmm. set. But there are some differences, and and we'll see how that plays out. Well, you have McCaffrey that's been added to San Francisco. We have a brand new quarterback from when the last time they played in the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy um, uh, versus Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy you G. know, uh, you said eh. Well, uh, I think that the Forty ers in that that particular season, uh, it was more about. Debo and it was more about that defense and it was and and, and then they had a host of running backs they had a, a a stallion of running backs and they just didn't execute to their optimum level in that game and Patrick Mahomes it was Patrick Mahomes and and he exploited them but so this is a different this is different, different, different so 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 what we look at is we have a new running back we have a new quarterback we have a new defense Everything else on the San Francisco side is relatively the same. Now, on the flip side, with the Chiefs, we we don't have a big piece, which is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. We have a much more improved defense. Yes. I, uh, I think I think that they have, a, they have a seasoned, um, let's say, battle-tested defense now. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest concerns is they don't have the same OC. They don't have the same offensive coordinator. They have um, a man who uh, used to be the head coach of the Bears who wasn't very good with the Bears. Yeah, so this is like, it is, it does Andy Reid and all of his genius, because it is genius that he that Andy Reid puts, puts forth, um, it is the, the seasoning that he displays to his offensive coordinator, is that going to supersede the fact that he doesn't have the enemy by his side. Correct. So so there are a lot of different variables that go into this game. So when we look at it and we see a rematch from just a few years ago, can we expect a different game this time than what we saw before? I would say yes, because I think for the from from the 49ers fandom perspective, this is a revenge game. Period. Point blank. Revenge this, from getting the ass smacked. Uh, it, now, now, now. They did not get <laughs> smacked. What I would say is that they lost. And you know what? Losses are painful and losses are lasting. And they will never be able to take that back. So the revenge now is, is just, are you going to be focused, singularly focused as a complete and total team to say that we will not allow that to happen to us again? And I would say, yeah. They're, so are you saying that they weren't co- completely focused last game? No, I just think that the circumstance and how that game played out when they had Tyreek Hill and so on and so forth is that they, whether or not you want to pull, pull out weaknesses for the 49ers, they didn't execute the plays down the stretch, and Patrick Mahomes did. It is really that simple. And the bottom line is they lost, and losing hurts. And so they, there are a number of players on that team that remember that loss, and they will want to rectify that, period. Well, there are a few things I want to talk about. You know, obviously, we're going to talk about the, 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 the coach v. coach. So we're going to talk about uh, Reed versus Shanahan. You mm-hmm. know, we want to talk about the quarterbacks. We're talking about Purdy versus Mahomes. We want to talk about the offenses and the offensive talent that they have with San Francisco versus uh, Kansas City. And then we also want to talk about the defenses. So which one of those four topics do you think you want to jump into? Let's play a little bit of uh, uh, NFL Super Bowl Jeopardy. Okay. So so which one of those topics do you think you want to talk All about? All right, well, let's start with the defenses then. Let's talk with the defenses. Okay. So please, go ahead and jump in there and t- tell me about the defenses and why you feel most confident that the San Francisco defense is going to um, be able to do something different this time around that they weren't able to do before. I just think that the defense for the San Francisco 49ers has not lived up to their um, billing the entire playoff. They have played in spurts to, let's say, a Pro Bowl level in 
instances with a couple of a cadence of players, but they almost lost to Detroit. It, it, almost they, got to right, Bay. they almost lost to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It's just they have kind of escaped, mm-hmm. if you will. You have not seen their defense play lights out for four quarters. Okay. It has not occurred. So this is their final uh it's not even a dress rehearsal. This is this is like their final moment to say we are a difference maker on this team and I think that they should be singularly focused and really into the film room heavy mm-hmm. on on the Kansas City Chiefs because the Kansas City Chiefs are not as formidable as the last time that they saw them. So they should be locked in, you know, Warner, Bosa, all of those guys, they should be really locked in and and they need to, they need to bring the deal home. Did you hear Bosa already coming up with the excuses? This is what, one of the things that that gave me trepidation with San Francisco is that they, they they might not be quite ready to win because winners don't go into a, a situation, go into a battle, making excuses. And we saw Bosa, we saw the owner uh, going into this game, going into media week, making excuses about the Kansas City offensive line holding mm. and, and using it as an excuse on if it wasn't for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs holding, we would have won last game. Mm. And, and when they're holding on to, to, um, you know, like past, like past, past failures, past failures and, and making excuses for those past failures. And, and they're making excuses for future failures by talking about uh, players that weren't that didn't even play in the last game, talking about them holding in this game. Th- th- that's a sense of a weakness to me. Um, when I, when I look at this team. And you said you want to talk about defenses. My question for you is, is it fair to say that this defense this year isn't as formidable as the defense when they played before? Yeah. I, okay. So on paper and, and statistically, the, the, the 49ers defense with, you, you could add the addition of Sherman. You could, you could talk about a lot of the things that they had in the secondary that were, um, to say that not even necessarily a downgrade, but but they don't have the same semblance of talent on defense mm-hmm. that they did when they played that Super Bowl game. But this was a lot of the those guys are playing the Super Bowl game for the first time. So pressure bust pipes. They didn't rise to the occasion. They lost. They have to own that. So this so is, a worse team is going to rise to the occasion. well, but there's a there's such a cluster of players that were played in the game. Ken Law, I mean, I mean, you, you could go down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, exception of their additions, I think that they will have a different focus. I just think that they know that they didn't play their best game when the best game was required in the Super Bowl because they lost. So they're going to try to make sure this time that they leave no doubt. Now, when we look at the playoffs leading into the Super Bowl, we had two different teams. We have one team that played um, um, Green Bay with a quarterback in his first year with the, with the team mm. coming this close to beating him. We had another team that uh, didn't make the playoffs last year as a quarterback that uh, was cast from his previous team. Um they came this close to beating him this year. And on the flip side, we have uh, a Kansas City team that, that went through a gauntlet of Miami, Buffalo, and the Ravens. So when we're looking at the two teams that kind of prepared you for the Super Bowl, which team do you think had to go through the more challenging gauntlet to get here? Which defense had to Put a, a have a, have to have a greater fortitude because I don't think we would look at uh, Miami um, being on the same level as the Green Bay Packers. I don't think we would look at Buffalo Bills as the same level as the Detroit Lions. And, and look at you trying we, to ask ask the question and answer it for well, me. Well, well, neither of those <laughs> teams. I don't think we would sit over here and say they're on the same level of the Ravens. 
but we've seen this team lock down all three of those teams, whereas San Francisco, from a defensive standpoint, and, and their defensive coordinator has come out publicly uh, uh, and stated as such, is that they didn't play as well against these lesser teams. So how do you sit over here and um, and, and and really wrap your head around this defense being um, ready to step up in the Super Bowl. All right. So I think that to me it is these are there are reasons why all of those teams, Buffalo, Miami, uh the Ravens, mm-hmm. I think that there are all reasons why they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. The own the one consistent constant about Spagnola and his defense is that they said, we're going to, we're not going to beat ourselves. We're going to be basically lockstep with every uh, scheme that you have. Mm-hmm. And we have um, a not highly touted, but very seasoned and let's say above average secondary. And they were ready for the moment. So much of the playoffs is about how do players deal with the emotion of the the finality mm-hmm. uh, of the season of mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. and pressure bus pipes mm-hmm. and the Kansas City Chiefs just had the more mental fortitude to handle it. However, in all of those instances, you could see that there were weaknesses within the team. The, 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 within the defense. Within the defenses that they went up against. I think that they didn't show weakness. I think that they played at a consistent level. It, they weren't trying to be world beaters. They weren't trying to say, oh, let me try and do something outside of myself and get a pick six. They just said, we're going to come and we're going to be consistent and we're going to make sure that you don't beat us. Mm-hmm. And they did that the whole way through. So when you combine that with a quarterback who is a veteran, and I can't even believe I'm going to say I this. I know you're going to say a, a Hall of Fame-esque, not, soon to be, but not. I don't want to give if him credit. If he retired today, he'd be the first ballot Hall of Famer. Let's keep it 100. <sighs> Lord it help 100. me. Yes. Uh, a, a, a quarterback of that caliber, mm-hmm. right? He just basically said, you're not going to get me to waiver. So then it's about who blinks first. So if we're having a steering contest, this is about who blinks first. And every quarterback that went up against Patrick Mahomes blinked. He did not. So that's it. So my question is, is that when we saw lesser teams going against the San Francisco defense, that push them to the limits. What makes you feel that that defense is going to be able to withstand an offense that doesn't blink playing against one of the very best players? One simple reason and one simple reason alone. They they have the talent on their team that is all pro at every phase from the defensive line to the linebackers to the secondary. Now, their secondary is probably the weakest portion of them because they're a strong safety who maybe say wreaked havoc most of the year, got injured, and he's gone for the season. But their secondary is still solid. So what I would say to you is, is that this is ends up being a question of focus. That the defense, even in these contentious games against Green Bay, against the 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 lions mm-hmm. at the precipice of we're going to win or lose they rose to the occasion and they got the turnover or they did the deal is the, the the thing that you judge against them is you got down you allowed a team for a quarter or two to exploit you can you as and you're going to have to do this against Patrick Mahomes can you execute to the highest level for four quarters? 
I think that they have yet to put a playoff game together to where they do it for four quarters. They've only done it for like a quarter at a time. Mm -hmm. And then their offense did just enough or something happened on the offensive end to help bring it home. And this is going to be the moment to where the 49ers defense is going to finally deliver a game to them. That's there, my there, there, there are some pixie dust that's out there that we can sit over and sprinkle on them to finally make them perform. <laughs> pixie what dust, he says. Because here's what the reality is, is this is not the same formidable front four that they had in the previous, right? We have uh, my man who got traded to the Indianapolis Colts who's no longer there. Um, they've brought in uh, uh, Green Law. They've brought in um, my man from Washington. Um, but he has shown some effort issues in, in the playoff games. Sure. Because he hasn't, he hasn't actually adapted into a playoff mindset. He's used to that Washington mindset. Uh, Green Law's been paying decently. But the reality is, is Bosa, for what he got paid, is not lived up to his contract. You know, he for this season, for, you're saying well, he got paid last season or at the beginning of this. He was season? the MVP last year. No, he was not the MVP. He was the year. defensive player of the year last year. I don't I don't know about that, baby. I don't I don't think he was a defensive player, but well, I, I will uh, have to check on that. But okay. the reality is, is he's not playing like the defensive player of the year this year after getting paid. And unfortunately, he's he's slacked off a little bit. He has not looked nearly as dominant he has looked in the previous four years. And so now we're asking these players that have not um, crescendoed themselves up to that level. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, we want to expect that we snap our fingers. And because we're here on the biggest stage in, in sports in the world, uh, with a billion people watching this game, then all of a sudden they're going to step up. Mm. I mean, that's a that's a phenomenal hope and a wish, but the reality is it traditionally doesn't work like that. Wouldn't you agree? No. And I want to also say thank you because you have just talked smacked about Bosa, and I hope he hears this, or I hope his cousin and I third hope cousin hear it. I hope, I hope his, mama his mama, his uncle, his somebody needs to hear this and hear you basically doubt him because I don't think that the, any of these guys need extra fuel, but I think that they know the stakes. They understand it. And I am going to take great pleasure in watching him wreak havoc on your team and you be like, damn. What, what, what we've only seen from this defensive side of the ball for San Francisco is really one all-pro player, and that's Warren. The linebacker one. Everybody else has has played at a far lower level um, than them. And collectively, we haven't seen a a plethora of players elevate that maybe they're not at all pro, but are at a pro bowl level. Okay. I mean, this is the the lowest level. I can't say that that you're wrong about that. I I just think that they're going to do it. And I don't think that has anything to do with the – with the defensive coordinator, what I believe it is has, has everything to do with is that it's very difficult to play at that high of a level for an extended period of time. And so they've played at a high level for over the four years, could not cash in the chips, excuse me, on that high level play. And then so what we're looking at is uh, players that are relative shells of themselves, like a Bosa. Who, um, Ooh, every, you said uh, Bosa is a shell of himself. Well, I mean, have you looked at his statistics uh, for, in this playoffs? Thank you again. He has not done very much to sit over here and um, He's really, a, you, really, he hasn't garnered confidence in your mind. Uh, well, he had he had confidence prior, but you know, like so many players, once they get paid, they take their foot off the gas, and it, it appears as if he's taking his foot off the gas. Okay, and especially when you're making excuses and um, in interviews and and in, uh, and saying they're conferences. saying they're, all, the, the, they're, they're, they're holding, holding instead of sitting over <laughs> and saying I don't care what I knew you were going I, there I, I could sit over and say guess what they were holding last time and guess what you can hold me all you want you can grab me around your neck ain't nothing gonna keep me from it there's levels to this there's a mindset difference and he didn't say that he came out and just simply said they were he complaining talking about they were holding mm-hmm. and that enables me to to understand and to realize. 
that this man is not ready to do something special. He's not ready to win a Super Bowl because Super Bowl winners don't do that. Okay. Well, get ready to get boobopped. Okay. I'm just going to tell you because the 49ers, and you know, and this is coming from the guy who's a Raider fan. I don't even like the 49ers like that. But but you hate but you hate the Chiefs I, more. I, so this I, is still I know, but I can I can in look terms at of it. your feelings. That might be a little bit of truth in there. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is is that at lo- my logical brain <laughs> will look at the 49ers and say, you know what? They have the skill set to dominate this game. They do. And if you look at the, if you're going to just like say dissect the course of the season, mm-hmm. um, y- they have the ability, certainly with their two phases, their linebackers and their defensive line mm-hmm. to make this the worst day that the, the Kennedy Chiefs ever had. They have the ability my, to do my, that. My challenge with that sentiment is they weren't able to do that to Lamar Jackson on Christmas day mm. in their own home field. Mm. When everybody was watching. Mm. So the one thing I guarantee you is if they weren't able to do that then, I can guarantee you. You can Ooh. write it down and take a picture. Oh, he said write it down and take a picture. They are not going to be able to do that now. Oh, my and, God. And, and again, the one thing that I don't want to hear from this team is at the end of this Super Bowl loss that they're trying to blame the defensive coordinator for all their woes on why they lost to the greatest player to ever touch a football. Ooh. So that's that's my greatest concern. But you know, let's move on. I I, I can appreciate. We can we can move on. I can, I, can, <laughs> I can appreciate how excited you are about the the 49ers. Oh, I definitely gosh. understand, especially when they got my man from Washington. Uh, uh, and they haven't they haven't. I don't think they haven't. Well, they've only lost one game since he's been there, if I'm not mistaken. And so I can understand how you could feel so great about them. But when I look at it from a broad perspective, um, with, with, without anything, um, without any objectives and not, without anything clouding, is I just look at what they did against the Green Bay Packers playing uh, with, with a first-time, uh, first-year quarterback. When I look about uh, with them when they were down 17 points, and obviously if anybody so a lot of people blame game, Dan Campbell for not kicking the field hey, goal. If anybody, so if so anybody far. else was coaching the game, if Coach Reed was coaching the game, he would kick it. the field goal. And guess what? The 49ers wouldn't be in the Super Bowl. It would be the Detroit Lions. So when I when I look at this in totality. I say that this is not a team from a defensive standpoint that can that can um, hold Mahomes back from actually winning. Um, are they talented? Yes, unequivocally, they're talented. But do they have? Um, you want to say the fortitude, right? It's not, it's not just the fortitude. Like, have they run their course? This team was great at some point in time, but they've ran that teams run their course. You understand? And then you have to break it down and then re-scrub it out and rebuild it again. And this is a team that appears to be needing to, or from Mm. a defensive perspective, needs to be rebuilt back up because they just don't have the hunger because you've been good above average, it, you made it to the great. final dance, right? Correct. For so long that 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 hunger is not there, and what a defense needs is that hunger, that that fight, that that grit. That I think that they've become spoiled because all of them have come up to getting paid. Mm. And so you know, we'll see. I understand how you feel, and I'm oh yeah, you, and you I'm do excited for you. But I'm I'm excited for Pat Mahomes having to go against this defense that doesn't have that grit. It's going to give him an opportunity to showcase and do what he does um, without having to score 27 points plus like he did last time in their previous Super Bowl because his defense is just that formidable. And so let's not sit over and pass, go past the defenses without talking about the Kansas City defense, who has been absolutely lights out. They've been lights out. Spagnolia 
is absolutely phenomenal. Man, I think at some point company. in time we have to give him an opportunity to get another head coaching job. I know his first stint was challenging, but what he's done with this defense and how we've seen the maturation of this defense from being a very challenging defense when they already beat the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl before to now getting to this defense that out defense a defensive team in the Ravens. Um I think when you look at this, they played before and they couldn't beat the, the the Chiefs when their defense was abysmal. Now you have a Chiefs defense, which is absolutely phenomenal. How do we expect this offense with um, two new additions, one being McCaffrey, which is phenomenal, and the other being Brock Purdy, which is still suspect, and expect um, that not to equal itself out to be exactly what they were before, to beat and they couldn't beat a suspect defense, but now they're going to beat a phenomenal defense. Well, the math ain't mathing for me in, in that situation. I, you know what? And I can't even believe you tricked me into giving a, <laughs> a, 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 a defense. He did. And I apologize <laughs> to the Raider Nation. Please, my condolences. I, I'm only doing this to prove a point. The you you said it was an abysmal defense, but no, that Super Bowl winning team actually, I think that that was their coming out party. So <laughs> I think the the one constant was is Spagnola, and they had yes. guys that were younger and that they were, were babies, un, and they were not proven. Mm-hmm. But what Spagnola did was is that he had them all believing in a scheme, mm-hmm. and so maybe statistically they were not one of the more uh, you know, fearsome dominating defenses. And this was their moment to prove that they were worthy because he had a lot of young guys on there. But those same young guys are on the team now. And now we're talking about them in a different light. But those were the same guys. They just grew up through the playoffs and they grew up and they rose and shone in the most high leverage moment. And that defense for that Super Bowl against the 49ers was good. Names like Sneed, names like Chris Jones. They were good. They're ex- great now. And they're great now. So they weren't bad back then. It's the same The same defense guys. as a total was. And this defense is, you know, they're pros and cons. You're talking about the Chiefs, right? We're, we're talking about both. And they're pros and cons for each. But, but, but really, what I want to jump into is the offense. Because the offense is, is relatively the same from the San Francisco team that got their behinds whooped in, in the previous Super Bowl. But they did add a, 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 a tremendous chess piece. And, and, and that's McCaffrey. And McCaffrey is has brought a, a completely different dynamic to this team. Yes, and, and, and that has. I absolutely love. But but the one thing that we have learned in in the last five six years in the NFL is that a running back is dispensable. Right? You know, it's amazing that McCaffrey was the last running back to actually get that that that, that, the, that the monster contract. The monster contract. And, 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 he, uh, he and other than him, no running back makes any. No running back deserves to get paid. Only Christian McCaffrey deserves to get paid. And so we're about to see if that sixteen million dollars a year. If he's worth that, if that he is such a game changer that no other running back deserves to get paid other than him, because it's my thought process and my belief is, is that unbelievable defense is going to shut that running back who, just like any other running back, can't um, completely change the fortunes of a team in this day and age. In the Super Bowl, and we're gonna mm-hmm. have an opportunity to see that. Now, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I've won some money with, with, with Christian McCaffrey. I think he's a very yeah. I know you. You back. be picking him on your DFS now. My my, my challenge is 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 a thought process that only him, only his miraculous self, um, deserves to get paid, and everybody else isn't ain't worth shit. Um, I have a problem with that. Okay, but 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 that's here nor there. But he's going to have an opportunity to sit over here and, and, and prove that that sentiment is is accurate. But the reality is, is everybody else on that team is exactly the same. And the two running backs that they had prior, Mostert and um, um, 
I can't even think of. The I don't other. know. They had they had a couple guys. They had and even Mitchell, who's still on the Mitchell. Team. Mitchell, Mitchell was, was um, uh, most of the Mitchell. Those two running backs, I think, when you put them all together, equal to a poor man's McCaffrey. Not in a, in a full McCaffrey, but a poor man's McCaffrey, and that wasn't enough to beat the Super Bowl. So you know, let me tell you something. That boy better put a cape on because <laughs> if, if he doesn't. Okay. I, it's hard for me to believe that this offense is so much different and the offensive play caller is so much, a, a, has grown so much in the last couple of years that they're now going to have an offense that is, um, predicated and, and, and feasibly can beat, um, a much better defense than what they faced before. Okay. So, you know, I think most people want to say that this is a Patrick Mahomes versus Purdy Super Bowl. Well, why isn't it? Uh, quarterbacks are always a dominant figure, but I know you, you, we, you have galaxy brain this and that all of a sudden it, it, that that's not the case. It, it, did you get it all out of your system? <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you, do you want to say it five more times? Touche. Okay. All I'm simply saying is that is what most people are going to say. This, in my estimation, is about Christian McCaffrey versus Patrick Mahomes. Who, which GM is correct? Because you are correct. The best quarterback in this Super Bowl is Patrick Mahomes by a country mile. Big old country. Big old country mile. Mm-hmm. The, he, he, and he has, um, what could be say argued is who has the better tight end. I would say the better receiving tight end is Kelsey. The better all-around tight end. Let's call him a blocker because he ain't that good of a catcher. Let's call him a blocker. Well, he's a – He can block. No, he's – the thing about Kittle is he's a Pro Bowl level level catcher, but his – what makes him special is the fact that he he blocks like – the second string tight end, meaning the guy who that they leave in to block. How many points you that scores? Well, we will see. Mm-hmm. We will see. The the but the point to me is this is not a about Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes. If the 49ers are truly in the business of winning this game, mm-hmm. they need to understand that this is going to be about Patrick Mahomes doing what Patrick Mahomes does and all of his magic against your defense Mm -hmm. versus you deciding to allow Christian McCaffrey to be on complete display like this is a Madden video game. So let me tell you, this is like pseudoscience. You know, it's 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 like um um where do they put the needles in people? It's not real medicine. It's, it's kind of like that fake shit, you know, where, um, what do they call that? What oh, it? you talking about acupuncture. Acupuncture. Uh. It, it's, what we're talking about is a pseudoscience because there's never been a time in the, in the, in the NFL, in the Super Bowl era, where they're talking about it's not monolly mono against quarterback versus quarterback. All of a sudden, when there is a, a overtly, Weaker quarterback going against an overtly greater quarterback when we want to sit over here and shun that comparison and say there's a running back that the entire league is determined that running backs don't matter and they shouldn't get paid other than Christian McCaffrey, that, that, that it's a running back against the greatest quarterback who ever did it. And the one thing that I can promise you is, is if, if you think that's the posing question, a running back it shouldn't matter because you can get them in the fifth and sixth round, seventh round, just like they tell you. You can get a, a running back anytime going against the very greatest person to ever touch a bass a football. Mm. The one thing that I can promise you is, is that when you put those two and two together, there's no way this running back that doesn't mean anything compared to all of the analytics, compared to all the other individuals that want to comment on football. Is going to sit over here and beat the greatest individual to ever touch a football. Okay. So, Lord knows that I know that you think Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is 
The next... no, no, it's not about what I think. It's not about what I think. It's about yes, it is. It's about it's oh, about no, no, no. what overall statistics have shown. So okay. don't talk about what okay. I think. Okay. Well, you and the statistics believe that Patrick Mahomes is Jesus of Nazareth. Okay, <laughs> the second coming. He's walking on water. He's giving fishes and wine to everybody. Okay. I understand that. I get it. I understand but that. But you believe Christian McCaffrey is that? No, what I what I will tell you is is that when it comes down to the trenches of the game and the game plan itself, that this is one of the things that Lamar Jackson made a mistake on. And 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 you know what? And I hope the 49ers learn. The thing is, if you try to play Patrick Mahomes' game, which is we're going to try to beat you pass for pass, Patrick Mahomes is going to beat you. Well, hold on. Before you go any further, why do you think that happened? It didn't happen by Kawinkadink. Why do you think that happened? I think that there are what, what happens in the first two possessions for Kansas City Chiefs every first quarter in the playoffs? I think specifically Patrick Mahomes went up against a defense that decided that they were going to play zone in the first That's quarter. That's what took place. If you want me to give you the full answer, <laughs> shall I? So they decided to have single coverage on Kelsey, who is the number one target for Patrick Mahomes. And that relationship between Kelsey, Hall of Famer, and Patrick Mahomes, Hall of Famer, when you don't have enough pressure to get home early on and they're not scared early on, they can literally eat you alive. And guess what? Pacheco on their their running back is – He's basically like a Tasmanian devil. He runs a four or five flat, and he is violent with his can I, running. Can I answer the question that, that you refuse to answer? What, what do you hap- want me to say? What happened is, tell me the script. They scored. Yes. And what happened? No, no. What happened? I asked you a simple question. And what happened is, but I'm telling you the why, how, and why. Well, but why? When at the end of the day, how would happen? How the sausage is made doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is how good is the sausage. We don't got to talk about how it happened. All we have to talk about is what happened. Okay. And what happened is the scores took place. So when those on scores take on those first drives, so when first drives. So when scores take place, are you really believing that this is an offense that's built to come from behind? Okay, so what we're really arguing here to your we're point. We're not arguing anything. Well, I would say. We are conversating. We're having a conversation. Oh, isn't that so civilized, <laughs> Grey Poupon? <laughs> what I would tell you is, is that, uh, the, the, the disagreement or the challenge that of, of both of our, our prognostications since I'm going to go ahead and get all the way fancy <laughs> with it is I will just say is that you're right. The Kansas City Chiefs found a way to systematically go down the field and score early. Early. And what I put what did that do to the other team? It put pressure on the other team. It put them behind. Yeah. And it, 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 a San Francisco a team that performs best coming from behind. Well, they they've I, the, the one thing that I can say is they have played uh, let's say two playoff games where they've had to come back from behind to win. Now, will they be able to do that against Patrick Mahomes? Is a, is not a, is against another. Patrick Mahomes. This is my point: is it's not against Patrick Mahomes being able to come back from behind. It's against his defense. Okay, that's one of the very best defenses in the. NFL. Will they be able to do that against and, and, the Chiefs? And so we saw Lamar not being able to do that, and we saw every single other team that they played. Not being able to do that. I will That's always say what this. we're saying when we talk from a defensive perspective. Yes, I will always say this: that the the main reason, and and I actually feel bad for Lamar because I think that Lamar is going to have to live with this for an entire summer and off season. It's all right, but he got paid fifty million dollars this year, he's all right. and he's going to win. Hey, the give MVP. me fifty million dollars, I can live with it too. Okay, but but 
the here's the reality is that your team was ill prepared and had a scheme that could not win when you're down and you as a collective unit could not handle and and did not have the right scheme to handle being down that's what happened to the ravens so now, what when that happens in san francisco what will be well what, the assumption how do we deal with that? that you make is is that this will happen to the 49ers correct and i and and, and where you and i are in disagreement is i don't think that this is going to happen to the 49ers. is it fair to say we will know that by the end of the first quarter i it is possible so it if, is possible. So if they're down 10 at the end of the first quarter. It is possible. What will your booty hole be like? Will it be doing this? First of all, my <laughs> sphincter, <laughs> my sphincter will always be in normal mode because uh, first It'll of all, popping like this. No, first of all, first of all, I know, and I know that that gives you such glee. It gives you such glee. Look at look look at you, look at you smiling like the Joker. Only thing that I can tell you is is hell to the no. No, it won't because okay. because I just believe with my whole spirit uh-huh. oh, that the, the whole 40, spirit. yes, the whole, whole spirit. spirit. I had to go in. They, the 49ers are going to be ready for this game. I just, I just, I just genuinely, I feel that. I feel that and they're going to be ready for it. And I actually think that you're going to be very disappointed because they're going to be ready and they're going to respond in a positive way. They, the, 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 the thing that most, uh, let's say prognosticators, including yourself, are really not paying attention to is that there is a bitterness within the Bay Area about them losing to Patrick Mahomes the last time. And this is the moment to where like the they Buffalo can, Bills. they can write the like wrong. Buffalo, right? Buffalo, New York has that same resentment of what happens. Yeah, but this is what not, happens? but they're not, but what, guess what? Guess what they are? They are the Buffalo Bills. And if, and if the they are not the 49ers, the 49ers were playing the Buffalo Bills, we would probably be aligned on what the outcome would okay. be. Okay. Well, this is a clash of the Titans and both of us can have a staring contest about this till the, till the cows come home. But what I will tell you is, is that I believe I'm going to be right. Well, here, here's my thought process on the offense. Let's, let's dial it back in. My thought process on the offense is, is that that offense is relatively the same. You have the same play, play caller. You have the same um, um, uh, instruments uh, of war. The only difference is, is that we have Christian McCaffrey. Now, my thought process is, is you can't sit over here and expect a running back to be the dif- differentiator. It has to be the quarterback. It has to be the coach of the scheme. I, I get that. We, I, have I, to, I get we, that. we have to add a new tool. Now, here's where the reality is, is that with the Kansas City Chiefs, all they've done since they played before is they've discarded Tyreek Hill. Now that's a huge discard. Of course, right? that's a that's, that's a huge loss. But 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 the but the reality is is we saw them playing an actual phenomenal defense and still beating uh, that team without Tyreek Hill last year. So there's no doubt that this team can do it without Tyreek Hill. So that's a saving grace that Tyreek Hill becomes null and void. Now what we've done is we've sit over here and gotten rid of uh, what's old boy that came from Pittsburgh that's now in New England. Had some Mickey Mouse rinky dink name, and we've supplanted him with the rookie who's doing his deal. Yeah. So, okay, here's the here's the deal. I I I I'll just simply say about the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Right. It is. It is. It is Ray Rice who has he has supplanted Tony. On that, who who played well in the Super Bowl, 
and he's coming back. Tony's going to be available, obviously, but it is Rice. It is, but he filled in for that Valdez, correct? And he and there is Valdez Scantling, who's a hook, and then and then there is Kelsey, and then there is Pacheco, and then there is what else? Do you need? Any there's Watson. If there's you, a, there's if you a, have that core of Mahomes, Rice, Kelsey. Yes, what, that's all we need is those three. But and again, then you at the running back. I know, but again, what you're really telling me is is that that collection of wide receivers and or tight ends are going to be able to play at a higher level than arguably one of the most formidable defenses that the league has seen in the past three years. Okay, so let's look at this. Let's compare. We had Amon Raw and we had Laporta. That took them to the limit. Almost beat them. But guess what? Those guys are not Laporta. (laughs) Those guys are not Kelsey's not better than Laporta? No, no, no. Of course, Kelsey is. Okay. So Rice isn't playing better? No. Not this St. Brown. Okay. No. Are are they similar? Are they in the same realm? No. Okay. They are not in the same realm. Let me ask you a question. Is the quarterback for Detroit or Mahomes in the same? Uh, no. no. We have Patrick Mahomes. We have Rice that he has a connection with. And then you have Kelsey. When you talk about golf, Laporta, and St. Brown. I think this. I will, no. answer, I will, back, I will backhand your answer. <laughs> I'm going to backhand your Just answer. answer the question. If you're talking about the offenses that we're talking about offenses. In, in, that are going to be in the we're Super Bowl. About offenses. The Detroit Lions offense was better than the Kansas City Chiefs offense. The San Francisco 49ers beat a more formidable offense. Do you think that the Kansas City Chiefs in the same being in the same situation as Detroit, being up 17 points will make the same mistakes. No, I do not think that so they will make the same mistakes. fair to say it ain't going to happen twice. You're not going to get that lucky tomfoolery magical bullshit twice. It's not okay. going to happen. So only thing that I can say to you is, is that you with your Jesus of Nazareth love for Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> you can make you are going, this all you want. You are going to find a way to make sure that Patrick Mahomes is going to win. What's the and great, I just don't what, believe What's it. the greatness on San Francisco? A very simple. What? They have superior what's, in this Super Bowl. What's the greatness? What's great? I need you to be silent so I can fully answer the question. Debo, Ayuk. Debo Kittle. is great. Yes. Great. Great. Hall of Famer. Yes. Okay. Hey. De- I, 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 I can't say the word that I want to say. And you know what the funny thing is? It starts with a C and ends with a K. And Debo. Smoke it. And, and, and I hope Debo is watching this. Lord knows. Jalalawata. I I'm gonna speak the, the 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 language of the angels. I hope that he pays attention because guess what? I am going to say it and I'm gonna quadruple down. Devo is a great player. So how many yards is Debo gonna is have? A great how many yards is, De- is Debo gonna have for the game? Uh, uh it, it won't matter. He's gonna win. How many yards? I, I I'll say that he has at least a a, a hundred yards r- r- total. I was, I was going to say receiving, so but Debo's going to have 100 yards. How many yards is Ayuk going to have? Ayuk, probably 70. So that's one With a touchdown. How many yards is McCaffrey going to have? 125 with a, at least two touchdowns. So now we're looking at 395. Yep. 395. And you're welcome. And how many yards is Kittle going to have? Kittle is going to have a good 60. With a touchdown. So you're talking about almost 500 yards of offense yes. on this defense. Yes. Hey. 
there's not even 49er fans that will agree that this offense is going to have almost 500 yards on them. So I just wanted okay. you to sit over here and acknowledge, I believe the San Francisco 49ers are going to have almost 500 yards of offense collectively against this defense. Yes, I do. And, and you know what? And I'm either going to be all the way wrong or all the way right. And I am okay with it. I'm at peace. I know. I know. Because you um, are grown comfortable with I'm taking the L's. You know why you're taking L's? It's not because you're not astute. You don't sit over here and understand the game. Do you know why you take L's to me? Okay. Because I bait you into saying obnoxious shit like that. Okay. Almost 500 yards against this offense, against yes. this defense. Yes. When, when I, you, I'm when you saw, I'm when say you it. saw the Ravens couldn't even come close to that. But again, I always go harken back to the same. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Harken back. Yes. I, I hearken back to the same point. The McCaffrey, Ravens. McCaffrey is no, my savior. No, uh, yet again. The <laughs> Ravens had a poor game plan. And they literally played into the Kansas City Chiefs' strength. So what I believe is, is that I believe that this will be a game to where the 49ers run the ball aggressively, and then what will happen from that running is that they will be able to play action and that that play action will exploit and release all of the guys that I've just talked about. And that is going to be so grand when I can make you just bow down. All I have to say is this. You've committed to Almost five. Oh yeah, I'm all yards, in hands and feet. Almost 500 yards of offense from the San Francisco 49ers. I said it. And the San Francisco 49ers beat the Chiefs. Yes, and they're gonna not beat them close. They're gonna beat them like a drum. So I said 31. I said 31 to 21, didn't I? That's a whole 10 points. That means hey, that means that that, that with your chest. and that means that it, it's probably gonna be 31 to 14, and then they get a garbage. It's a touchdown at the end where we, we don't so even So it's going to be ass whooping. Ass whooping. Okay. Okay. Now, understand. Ass whooping. Understand. Some this, of my friends will be real is, proud of me. They're going to be like, projected tell to the a world. G. Tell and, a G and, money. And, and you have to stand on this. Yes. You have I to stand, stand on, on business. Yes. Yes. Okay. So just know I'm going to be relentless. I know. Listen, it's going to I've be been around absolutely you a vicious. I, hey, you've got many a calls from First me. of all, we might not do this show anymore. <laughs> if I lose, <laughs> if I lose this, 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 this will be the last season because I, I, I refuse. It's going to be vicious. I might have to kick you in. Okay. It's going to be vicious. I know. I, I'm just going to tell you. I know. So I, I appreciate your conviction and I respect and I love Okay. It. So obviously... For all of you, you know where this man stands. Mm-hmm. He stands on pure tomfoolery, and this is <laughs> <laughs> and and he is being bold in his projection. This is what you call a hot take. These he it is a hot money take. is giving hot takes. The They're money, sizzling. believe it. But what please I believe it. Do, I perceive is because we're giving our our Super Bowl predictions and. Your shit is so outlandish that, you know, we don't even need to pinpoint it. Uh, but I want to pinpoint so mine. So great. I, we're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Okay. And we're looking at somewhere in the realm of around 24 to 17. It's going to be a defensive battle. I think the San Francisco defense is going to step up that the defensive coordinator is requested and asked for them to step up. And they're going to do the very best that they can. Mm. Um, but when you have Mahomes being the one of the best who ever did it, mm. uh, probably the very best who ever touched a football, okay. that he throws uh, two unbelievable touchdowns, one to Rice, yep. one to uh, Nazareth. One to um, you don't even know you. you don't even I know, know because you you have to be so discombobulated by your thought process <laughs> um, okay. um, to Kelsey. So he's gonna throw one to Rice, one to Kelsey, and then um, why don't the you throw Pacheco in there the, the Pache- or Mc, or Jerk McKinnon? Pacheco's gonna run in one, okay. and then my man um, 
the punter is or excuse me, the kicker is going to sit over here and kick a, a field goal. So that's how we get to ice it. To, okay, to ice it out twenty four to seventeen. Mm. Um, um, write it down, take a picture. Our man Purdy's going to throw at right. least minimum two ints. Minimum. Minimum. That booty hole's gonna get tight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Sooker's gonna get tight, he's gonna oh, throw at my least goodness. he's gonna throw at least two interceptions and he's gonna trick off the game. Dream and, 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 and impossible and, and, dream. And, 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 and um CMC is going to sit over here and get cracked. And gonna be out the game. Ooh, out the game. You think he's gonna so get boobop too? That he's gonna get boobop. Ooh, because, hey, because Chris Jones sits over here and likes to put a lick in. Well, why don't, why don't you say gay? Gay, gay is the one that is. Uh, is Chris the, Jones is gonna is put the, the lick in on. Her. Chris Jones is gonna put the put the lick in on. Oh, okay. And just telling you. Okay. And he won't even finish the game. And Mahomes is gonna get another All right. Super Bowl MVP. Well, challenge. I can't wait. Give give me a ching on that one, buddy. So challenge as we wrap up this very unique yeah. and special show it, and uh, this it, special when, season, when we, uh, a phenomenal season when we're dealing with a a lot of extraordinary um, um, prophecies mm-hmm. to the deal. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the coaching guy. Oh. Okay, we're gonna pivot to the just to, to, to the just new guys. Just to get up out of here, we we got some new guys, and the reason why I like talking about that, just like it's gonna be such a big deal when we get to the draft, is when we talk about um, that new blood that comes into the league, and, and I think that's so important. We've seen that in this past year when we look at D'Amico, mm. when we look at some of these new coaches, when we look at Steichen, and we look at these new coaches that are brought. Uh, that that new um, uh, vigor and that new blood to the NFL. And so we have, what, I believe six or eight um, coaching vacancies. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, head coaches and, and, and offensive coordinators. Oh, and offensive coordinators. And, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, but I we didn't have a chance to acknowledge the newest coaches have been hired. Dan Quinn has been hired uh, with the co- Commanders, and um, my man Pierce, uh, Antonio Pierce, has been hired. We have um, uh, the coach for the Titans, uh, who came from uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, that's interesting. Um, we have uh, uh, Canellis, I believe his name is, coming from Tampa Bay, going over to. Um, how, where did he go over? I forgot where he went. Oh, he went to the Panthers. Uh, we have McDonald going over to the Seahawks. Yeah, so you you talking about all of that, that basically the wheel of the where all these guys land and they've landed in a random spot. Oh, I wouldn't say random spot. I, I think a lot of people, I think most people are in uh, the place they need to be. Um I, I do think some people got left out of it. I mean, we're talking about Belichick getting left out. We can talk about our man from Tennessee, um, Rabel, being left out. When we talk about um, uh, B being left out. Uh, yeah. So there are a lot of people that have been left out. I just want to acknowledge them. I just want to prep because this is going to be some talking points for us moving forward I as agree. we get into the offseason. I feel like that's a whole nother show. Oh, it is unequivocally a whole nother show. So I wouldn't um, I think to, um, to add to, that to yeah. the diatribe. Uh, I think that's when, a, when you but, but we need to touch on it. When you've made so many outrageous um, accusations and aspirations and and, and, How and about this? Well, the let, can, can we, I can can't we say wait this? to get in depth. Can we say this? Let, let, let's let's table the the let's table the the coaching carousel oh, yeah. for the next show. But next show, I'm gonna be an ass, and I'm gonna sit over here. I can give you a whole thirty minutes where I'm gonna just destroy you on the fact that I won. 
And then we can spend the next 30 oh, minutes right. talking about the change. Oh, I have an hour of me being an ass, but if you only have 30 minutes and we can sit mm. over here and talk a little bit about the coaching next week. I don't believe so because I have an, a whole hour's worth of assness in me. Oh my sit over here and talk shit. About, I can't wait. Didn't I'm I excited. tell you? I'm excited. No, about I'm excited. Things. Okay. And guess what? We're going to sit over here and do this show. <laughs> And I'll be back from Vegas okay. next Monday. Okay. And guess what? And I'm going to have pictures. I'm going to have a whole lot of exhaustion, yeah. but a whole lot of shit talk. Yes, sir. Of, well, guess what? One of us is going to be right, and one of us is going to be wrong as hell. And, and that and is going to be I've known you for 40 years. Guess what? This is I'm a rule today. You 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 won't even want to film. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, if I win, if, if it's that I'm, bad, I'm gonna be doing the, the doing the show just like this. Yes, so, you will. So, we're yes, you will. so you have action, and you chose. I got action. You've chosen the side, and, and and guess what? All I can do is respect that. All I can Ruff. do is is appreciate that because it gives us an opportunity. For phenomenal content, phenomenal discussion. I can't wait. I can't wait. Week. Man, uh, let's say 49ers. Debo, you better not fuck up. Hey, Debo's going to fuck up for you. We've been through this before. Uh, where's my... <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh my God. I can't, I can't stand it, dude. I can't oh wait. We will see you next week. Like, and I download, subscribe, but. because next week is going to be cracking. Mm. We're going to have a Super Bowl champion and we're going to be preparing for spring football in the UFL, ladies and gentlemen. And for all the NFL has for you in this offseason. Can't wait. We'll talk to you soon. G Money. Uh, should I even bump it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you. Appreciate y'all. See you next week. All right. Uh-